accomplish some deeds. All right, three, two, one. All right. So is it three? Did you two, clap three, at all? Two, one, clap. I clap on all three. I have managed. I have. I have managed to sync it up every week so far. So at this point, I'm just going to ignore that argument, and I'm going. So that's it. I am going to have faith in myself to find where in your audio. I'm going to clap you are. again. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do it. <laughs> You're just creating more work for me, but you know I what? Want you to <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, clap. <laughs> clap. Clap the whole track. That's fine. everyone to everyone. please don't listen to this your life depends on it this is a show where every week we experience something new through one of our friends and this week we are talking about james and the giant peach now this is not new and i'm not being showed it shown it by one of my friends for the first time however i do have some giant fruit enthusiasts here with me i have a giant banana enthusiast alex <laughs> that's me Love them. We love those so bananas. Love those large nanners. I have. I'm Mr. Tallyman. Giant coconut enthusiast, Seb. Yeah, I'm cocoa for coconuts. Go, oh, great save. <laughs> great. great save. I was I was gonna say Nick is setting us up with horrible improv suggestions. <laughs> Are, am I? Do you want? Do you guys want different ones? Because I had different ones. No, it's just to be on the spot to try and think of a joke about whatever large fruit. <laughs> I'm cuckoo, say for, coconuts, <laughs> okay? cuckoo for coconuts. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty darn good. We have the man with the giant pear camp. Yep, that that is I. Uh, this might get cut out of the show, but I joked about we were joking about seeing large pears earlier, but I wasn't recording because it, I don't it, know how computers work. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm your host, the Big Apple, Nick. Well, the city or the fruit? Uh, no, it's. Oh no, he's wearing a red. I'm not Nick from York. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Nick, York. Nick York City. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't quite come through. Did he say Big Asshole? No, 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 no. It's Big Asshole. <laughs> it's got a big asshole. Alex, if your audio isn't working, we're never going to record this. Uh, I clearly said Big Asshole. So. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. 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 So, uh, uh, Cam, this is your episode. Yeah, it's about James and the Giant Peach. Uh, big Snapple. Big Snapple. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Cut it. First segment, we're talking about Big Snapple. <laughs> big Snapple. Big Snapple has been ruining my life. Do you, think, do you think it would watch me at facts. all times? <laughs> or do you think the facts would be the same side? It's going to be... I knew I... I knew something was wrong. I was think, like frantically looking. At think about it this way, Cam. We don't have anywhere to go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Um, I have. I have. I don't know. Stuff that scared me as a kid. Um, are you? I don't and know you're. And I you're really definitely recording sure. right now without us pop going through <laughs> your speaker before you before you start uh, on this. Just just checking. Hold on. Yeah, I don't I mean, hear I you definitely am speakers. there for hits and music. Why? What? I have, like, five ideas. <laughs> okay. stupid <laughs> All right, James the Giant Peach and Pits is going to be this episode's title. It would be right, really okay. funny. Okay, look. Look, good, all right, actually. yeah. Hey, look, the way I think think of it, it's your episode. So if you okay. want to do it, let's do it. 
Should we re? Should we re do the intro again? No, no. I feel like it should be fine. No, as long as fine. you, as long as you're good now. As, as good as I'll ever be. <laughs> okay. Same we'll as see. it ever um, was. Yep. Mm. And you'll say to yourself, so now, "This is not my beautiful house. <laughs> this is not my beautiful wife." This isn't my beautiful. You'll, fi life. you'll find yourself behind the wheel of a large peach. <laughs> And you'll Take say, beautiful wife. where is that large You'll female? say, why are these six-foot <laughs> bugs all around me? How did I get here? Um, anyway. Uh, James <laughs> <never> <laughs> 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 uh, how do people is, listen to this? this is, how do people listen to this? Um, this is getting rocky. <laughs> uh, Alright, so... Dire straits here, folks. It's been, a, it's been like a month or two, or I don't know. Quarantine day... Yeah, yeah this it is, is day. Okay. This is our, uh, <laughs> this is our fourth, uh, <laughs> this is our fourth episode in quarantine. Mm. Uh, we will have done... Uh, quarantine. Next, next, <laughs> next week we will have done a full uh, loop in, in quarantine. Wow. Uh, so I'm, I'm actually kind of, kind I've of looking forward to that. Loop. Oh, you, you've gone completely around? <laughs> I turned yes. 360 degrees and didn't leave my home. <laughs> Alex what has a, a faster uh, day-night cycle than us, so he's actually <laughs> gone all the way around the world. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> Changed his settings. <laughs> He, he enabled debug mode in this podcast. He spins faster than the, than the <laughs> yeah, Earth. I just, hey, I just no clip. I bet they wanted to enter debug mode on that peach, am I right? So, Cam, you wanted to talk about big pits? <laughs> Cam, my, Cam's yeah. a man who loves big pits. Love Not the pits. kind in your under. He calls it. He calls it. He calls it pennies. Uh, oh God! Please. <laughs> um, I don't have anything for this. What you this. said? You suggested <laughs> it. You must. Just so for, for it's our funny. listeners, I don't know how much of this is going to make it into the edit, but um, we are not sure what to do for this first. Segment. I feel like that's so obvious. Cam suggested big pit because it's tangentially related to a peach because a peach contains a pit right yeah and i like that idea all right so let's and talk about mr now pit we are doing first. it mm -hmm. from seinfeld uh, okay yeah mr pitt from seinfeld yeah uh, he's the one who eats the candy bar with the fork and knife mm. i believe now our and whole world is like that that was a that was a <laughs> Um, one of the things that I find interesting mm. about that, since we're since we just seem to be going off on tangents with no direction in sight, is that um, uh, you know that was a very like novel concept for an episode about how like oh something weird is happening, and then you see everybody doing it. But with being exposed to everyone's personal lives online, I get to know every weird hobby that and habit that every single person has at all times. You know, every mm. single day somebody posts, "Do you eat your oranges with the shell on or off?" And I have to find <laughs> out something new and horrible about the world. Like it's yeah, it's so shell. You find out that everyone only knows how to fry an egg. That's the only time they eat breakfast is when they fry an egg. <laughs> and like, uh, oh, sorry, I didn't have breakfast before I came to work today. I didn't have time to fry an egg. And you're like, you didn't have like a cereal or, or oatmeal or, you don't have, or like, a banana or whatever. And they're like, no, I I didn't have a I didn't have an egg to fry, so I just didn't eat breakfast. It's like, okay, well, this is right. this is a new <laughs> piece of information I learned about you, uh, and that's fine. This is me actually. I haven't eaten cereal in like two years. Isn't that weird? That so, is a little weird. Um, <laughs> so while we're on Mr. Pitt, yeah. um, I pulled up the Seinfeld.fandom.wiki okay. for Justin Pitt. Oh, uh, Justin. This character. What? And he's only in like four episodes, according right. to this. That's fine. 
Sometimes um, you meet somebody and they're only in four episodes of your life. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm entranced by the six comments on this. Video. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who we got? Did anyone say disturbing? Um, <laughs> he is very dead, uh, apparently. Oh, rip. Oh. Uh, the actor. Um, but this guy says, rip uh, Ian Abercrombie, who's the name of the actor. He says, you were a great Mr. Pitt. Um, <laughs> As if there was strange. another Mr. Pitt. Um, you okay? One of the best. No. One of the greats. Um, and then this this other guy's pointing out the fact that a very important uh, and I'm quoting this a very important feature of Mr. Pitt is that Jerry saw him several times but didn't realize it was him. <laughs> <laughs> and then after you know what that is very Pitt, interesting. <laughs> it's Jerry exclaims that he never met the guy. <laughs> Okay. I would love to see a list of all the times Jerry and Mr. Pitt unknowingly cross paths. <laughs> you you can't get it. this anywhere else, folks. Like this is <laughs> this is the kind of thing. Did you think you would have learned these kind of things on fucking no. uh, Mark Marin? Well, this is no. this is something that I really enjoy about. There's a there's a Twitter account that's just called Disco Comments and it's just like, "Oh, uh, this is uh, it's, it's disco songs that just goes underneath and it's like, here's a comment from a disco song." It doesn't tell you which one or anything. But it's not it's not ever just like great song man i love it it's always like i remember this when i was sitting in my car and i got drive through and i spilled the drive through but the song was still good and like it's always <laughs> yeah. a, like a deeply personal thing that only applies to them and doesn't tell you anything about what a very personal and very mundane yeah. thing <laughs> yes exactly personal comments on music are always weird <laughs> so that sounds great I listen to this only after oh. I've jacked off, not before and not during. But only <laughs> after, like it's like that's the kind of thing. It's important to have a routine. <laughs> you know, in these trying times, it is very important to have a routine. Absolutely. At one o'clock, I switch like chair. Did you guys see that psycho who wrote an article that's like you should still be wearing a suit every day even though you're not uh, go driving to work? No. Uh, mm. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's one of those things where it was written for like the New York Post, and I have no problem believing that this guy actually believes this, but the real thing that I think about when I see that is like the only way to get advertising dollars is to make somebody make something that everyone clicks on because they hate yeah. it and they need to know more. So you to have do to do a horrible take just for clicks. Right. So you have to find the person. The clickbait, if you right, right, right. You have to find, but oh. they don't do it artificially. They find the person with the most reprehensible opinions, and then they hire them for on a staff position. <laughs> so it's honest work, <laughs> is what you're saying. I guess. <laughs> you know, I think I've come all the way around, and that so it is kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. Moved around to liking it. <laughs> it's a good, it's good actually. I um, one of my favorite pits is the one that the. Uh, uh, the girl crawls out of in uh, the rig. That's just that isn't that just a well? <laughs> well, when I googled pit, a lot of the pictures are wells, so I think they're the same. <laughs> um, do, you, do you guys oh. think that when you fall in a pit in a video game, should you die or should you just lose a little bit of health and be put back up top? Hmm. What are we talking? You go to an entirely different zone and then be lost. <laughs> oh, uh, so the right. Kirby and the Amazing Mirror uh, <laughs> yeah. philosophy. That is a, that is a very Metroidvania kind of thing. It's like, oh, there's a big hole. It's, well, it's not going to kill you. It's just going to put you somewhere in the map that you have no idea how to get out of. Oh, um, it's just going to be a pain to. Symphony leave. of the Night does that famously. Yeah, yes. I hate that. I just want to die. <laughs> That's why fans. I jumped down the pit. Can we get that clean? Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Nobody else was talking over that, so that one will be an easy one to isolate. I, I'm gonna need your audio files, Sam, so I can uh, put that in the drop <laughs> okay. later. Um, I just want to. It's die. gonna be on the drive. 
Um, yeah, let me. That's true. Yeah, let me know if you need any of this stuff to because yeah. you want to make something weird, Cam. Because it's easy, uh, especially if you want to do something for episode one hundred, which is coming up. You guys, whoa! whoa. This is me. Being... Hey, you know who would be a good host for episode one hundred? One of my other favorite pits, Mister Worldwide himself, Pit Bull. That's kind oh. of a... <laughs> what? <laughs> that's kind that's of, good. That's kind of uh, like. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Sure. And that's fine. You learn a lot when you Google Pit. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought, like, because I, uh, my first exposure to cherries was eating just maraschino cherries off of ice cream, I thought it was really fucked up when I found out that cherries had pits. I'm like, no, this yeah. this should be gone. Yeah, those aren't real. Yeah, fruit, this one's pits. bad. The fruit, the fruit doesn't work with them in it. Well, the thing is, and maraschino kind of, cherries aren't real. Work with them out it, either. Uh, I also think that... Um, if we're if we're if we are getting serious about pits for some reason, uh, I think we are. Uh, that's that's not the pits. Avocado pits are, are good as like a projectile weapon, and I can't think of a single other reason for to have them around. <laughs> I don't want to plant. Does a does a coconut have the pit on the outside? A coconut what? is just a big pit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm on board with you guys on this. A coconut. I don't know if I can make that leap. A coconut's actually an egg, and nobody's ever been around long enough to see one hatch. Oh, <laughs> that gosh. I believe. I like well, it the hatches I... into another coconut. Tree, right? <laughs> it hatches into coconut milk. Yeah, but the whole tree comes out. Mm. <laughs> the whole tree? Yeah. All right. You know what's yeah. a you know That's what's a frustrating but good pit? The mm. pit of a hundred trials. You know, Emily oh. beat that. Pit of a hundred trials from a thousand year door. Uh, every time ta- we talk about that game a lot because it's one of the the seven games that Emily's played to completion. And, um, and, uh, it's, uh, like she, I played that game a lot. I must've run through that game four or five times, mm-hmm. but I never bothered with the pit of a hundred trials. I think cause I just didn't have the patience for it. Like I, I would, I would not sit down for a session of a uh, thousand year door. That was that, that was long enough for me to <clears throat> complete the, the thing. But also I, I just was like, oh, well that seems, why would I, why would I do that? There's nothing good in there. Like I, and that's, that's but also that's not true. Wrong. I just didn't, didn't think of it that way. Yeah, what about um? What's the one on Wind Waker on Windfall? Uh, that's the, the oh, I know the one you're talking about. It's like the hero. It's very much not the hero's a, trial or something. Yeah, there's like that. one in um. There's one in Twilight Princess also. And that one sucks. Really. I, I really yeah, because like towards one. the end they make you fight like the well, fucking dark nuts or something and. Well, that one does. That one does the the Zelda's trick of uh, <laughs> requiring an item that you don't know you need until you're yeah, like the fucking magic that armor that uses all your rupees. God. So you need you need the wow. double claw shots mm-hmm. to finish that, but you don't know that until you get like eighty percent of the way through it. Right. I and then you have to use. The I just item. really think they kind of. Uh, this is like I think this is the full transition to completely a uh, hundred miles away from where we started the episode. But I really think that combat in Twilight Princess. <laughs> is a kind of a waste because <laughs> they give you all these cool extra moves and nothing to use them on. Like, all the enemies are so dumb and... They die in one Yeah, yeah like, you, you, you use the mortal draw and it's like, oh, this, this would be cool if it did a lot of damage, but, like, <clears throat> the bosses uh, don't take extra damage yeah. from it and the enemies die in one hit. And they so make a big no... deal. Oh, yes, it's a Zelda-ass yeah. Zelda yeah. game, so it has all which is why, Which is why it's Seb's favorite, is because it's a Zelda-ass Zelda game. She wants the, the most distilled form of yes. it. Yes. She wants a hundred-proof Zelda. Well, I, I do. I want to get Oof. drunk real fast. Yeah, that's, um, let me get Zelda straight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, wait. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Not when by I Zelda think K. about Twilight Princess, I remember it being really. I like have fond memories of it, but that might just be nostalgia. I don't know. I liked it. I know it doesn't I, look great I now. I cannot get over how slow that. Yeah, game I liked. Starts. I liked it. Start is really. Slow. I liked it for about the dumbest reason I can think of, and that is, as a kid, <clears throat> I was really concerned about what I thought was cool and what I didn't think was cool, and I thought that Link should be older than ten, and because Link was an uh, uh like seventeen in Twilight Princess, I'm like, well, this game is good automatically. Yeah, even though that was because... only the second game where he was actually older than, like, 12. Yeah, I've, I've almost completely turned around on that, where I'm like, oh, no, I, I don't I care how old he is, shitty, really. The, sh- the, the shitty 8-year-old Link who swings a baby sword, like, that's fine, I love that. They could make yeah. him, like, 50, I'd try oh, it. What? They should do an old Link at some point. Well, I think it's... I do think that... There's a couple, um, like, her- hero characters, like, mentor char- characters that are kind of implied to be old links like the one in twilight princess yeah. that teaches you all the moves is kind of implied to be you know like an ancient yeah, hero ancient link mm-hmm. but um yeah. pits i think i'm pretty sure that's just i'm pretty sure that's just the one from ocarina of time right Ooh. the one in that twilight could princess? be a take no i don't th- i don't think yeah so. that is a theory like, that's a theory well there's uh yeah Oh, are we? Are we doing We're not doing Zelda, Zelda theory. theory. Let's Why not, not jump yeah. down that rabbit hole. Cam hasn't given right. us anything to work with, so I figure, <laughs> right, I figure right, we can right. just do whatever. <laughs> I got my, I got my one take about Twilight Princess out. <laughs> nice, like in two. It's gonna be the like episode one again. We fucking can't stop talking about Twilight Princess for a whole year. <laughs> <laughs> so every time I don't think I can. I'll make you guys play replay it episode, at some point. Two hours of that game gets now, you to fucking chase. Sheep. Yeah. Now I, I don't want to. Uh, you know, observe this phenomenon too much so to, to change it, but I do would say that uh, Seb forcing me to is the only way you could get me to put the disc of Twilight Princess in a console again. I want it's you guys the, all the to play way. the GameCube version. That's fine. Okay. Ooh. I, I, I never did that as a kid. Ooh, what about the Wii U version? So you know how the Wii version is the GameCube version flipped? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. They had it actually on PS2 and it's flipped horizontal. It's like rotated 90 degrees. Oh, and that's how they got it to work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank you, Alex, for feigning interest. Uh, you, did you know that? Um... I, 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 not to punch up the joke, but I think of, like the PC port. Would yeah, have been better. Yeah, it go, should have been go something. Go to for that. I was thinking the PC mobile. port of the Twilight <laughs> Princess is just yeah, mo- mobile. Mobile is it's inside out. It either way, on right? Mobile. All the models are inside out. <laughs> it's like Queeby. You can flip it both ways. No, wait, now what? Talk about Queeby. Is on that a is that real? Oh. Yes. What does that mean? Well, 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 Queeby's is Queeby's videos are specifically designed so that you can have them vertically. Yeah. So they shot it. So they shot up. it in portrait and landscape. See, okay. Yes, I they guess. wasted Queeby. Nick, I don't know if you know this, but Queeby wasted a lot of money. <laughs> I do, um, because I got an ad for one of their shows that is um, uh, a road trip movie like thing with a talking sex doll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's it's been going around Twitter a little bit. I've had bit, so many ads. This the one where the premise of the show is that the woman has a golden arm. I can't. So hilarious. Dude, no, 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 no. The, that the, is the real MVP. What's the, or I guess LVP. What's the the real the real stinker? Of this one of Queeby. If while we're talking about this, is the one that's just called Yas Queens, and it just talks about female mm. animals, and um, but it's like. Yes, the female anglerfish uh, absorbs males into the into its body. That is, uh, go off, go off, go off, queen. It's like it's all shit like that, and it is. It's quite 
wonderful in that it's the dumbest thing I've ever... It's like using this as an example for feminism, and it just makes me think of that one Oglaf comic that's just like, don't try and... Uh, get your morals from nature because nature is nature it's nature not is fucked up there it's it's not there for you to learn a lesson from it so like to, it's like if you it's like yeah mm. the female anglerfish absorbs all the men into its body but it also uh gets cummed on by all of them so does that mean that women are sluts and men are parasites no it's just fish shut up don't worry yeah, about it but that's unrelated it's, it's just a <laughs> cultural oh, difference guys um yeah, you wouldn't understand. Alex, question, question. <laughs> um, yes. when, uh, can I get that clean too? <laughs> um, when you kept telling me that your password was Quibi, did, did we know about Quibi? Wait, what? You can't... <laughs> When was I? When was I joking about my password being? Quibi? It was your wife. Yeah, and I kept yeah. trying to oh, ask yeah. you what it was, and you kept was just right saying. Before the quarantine, we were creepy. trying to play. We were trying to play games with each other on Jackbox. And yes, we were making yeah. jokes about the streaming service. Yes. And that was before it's it had even announced. launched, and now it's launched, and it sucks so bad that we yeah, couldn't like, have right even. Yeah, like right after the, was you, you did that. Like yeah, after you did that. I started getting ads for it, and I didn't know if you were saying that because oh. that had started. Okay. Yes. Quibi has been a punchline. Okay, I hadn't heard of that before. The, now that it's out, no, no one I think my phone heard you saying it. All the investment capital <laughs> went into it. We could see the like news reports where it's like uh, five point six billion dollars attributed to Quibi, like uh, in like investment funds and all that. And you look at their pitch, and they and it's just all dog shit. Like there's Stupid. nothing of value in there. It's all marketing buzzwords, and then we're like, oh, this is a giant scam. And then it comes out, and it sucks, and everyone hates it. Yeah, they're like, and it turns what out to be the last thing anyone will ever do. TV, um, and everyone. No, that's not the point of TikTok. Yeah. Not to do the, like, repeats a tweet thing, but um, somebody was talking about how stupid it is. That, like, they don't allow, you can't take a screenshot while you're No, because they want everybody yeah. else yeah, to the watch The joke it. in the tweet was like, oh, so you can't take 60 screenshots a second and paste it all together <laughs> <laughs> and steal the show. It's not that much or work. Whatever. <laughs> or, yeah, th- 34.2 or whatever. How many fucking frames is a, in a... TV show. That's but. hilarious. All right. Well, I think we've thoroughly covered pits and pits and media. And I, I tried um, to get a conversation really, started on pits for like one second, and then we just went into why we don't think Twilight Princess is very good, and then uh, and now we got to talk about Rest in peace, Mr. You know, uh, uh, the people, yeah. the investors. Honestly, if there's anything to take. The away investors from. for Quibi would have been better off if they just thrown all their money into a giant pit. Mm. Yeah. I think hey. My favorite pit yeah. is where money all the pit. Quibi money went. Oh better. wait, where all the ET cartridges are. That's a good oh, pit. That's a good that's pit. A good yeah. pit. Yeah. That's a great pit. That's it's not really a pit. Yeah. It's a landfill. Listen, it was a pit uh, once. It was a pit. Okay. Yeah. One thing that that like one thing that all the like uh, the stories up. and stuff about that whole the whole debacle don't say is that yes, it was a landfill, and yes, everything they dug out smelled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I look forward to making the game that has more copies buried than eats. <laughs> <laughs> I think our podcast might have more. We don't have any physical media of it, but you know, if we can get somebody to start printing useless cassette tapes, I no, think no, we no. could fill up a landfill. I have some cassette tapes. Mm. I have a, a tape deck. I could do it. Yeah, I have I some. Too. I know some now out of work investors that uh, <laughs> <laughs> they want to throw us some creepy money. You know, 
Um, I've heard uh, conflicting stories about whether podcasts are doing horribly or doing great due thanks to the quarantine. Um, everyone has all the free time in the world, but nobody wants to listen to a fucking podcast. Because they're not at work trying to listen to a podcast. Well, it's because people listen to podcasts when they're doing things they don't want to do. See, that's what I said, right? Like, um... So, incidentally, I still listen to podcasts while I am going to, and in some cases, at work. Uh, but, like, it's only when I'm in a situation where it's like, there's nothing else that requires my attention right now. And, uh, if you're at home... That it's like there are a million things I could be doing with my with my hands or or visually that I that require my full attention, even if it's not like even if you don't want to be doing it all the time, like you don't want to be doing something that you're focused on all the time. It's like why would you listen to a fucking podcast unless you're quarantined alone? In which case, you should be listening to podcasts all the time just to stay sane. Absolutely. Yeah, I speak back to my podcast when I listen to it. Yeah, my podcast leaves spaces for me to yeah, respond. Yeah, those are your friends. Yeah. These are my guys. I like. I yell. Them. I yell like at the you. hosts for let's at, on let's fight a boss because I disagree with them about Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah. And listeners, I hope you're doing the same because if you're talking to us, yes. we can hear you. Now, Cam- hey, we oh, almost. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bold statement that we all kind of. Seth and I just like everyone out, backed like, away like, yeah. from that. Nobody wants to support me on me claiming I can hear the listeners in the past. <laughs> So, um, I, I, you know, we'll just, you know, put out a little call to action here. Um, send us your favorite pits. Uh, send us an email right. telling us what your favorite pits are. Uh, yeah. Send us your thoughts on this first uh, segment. Send us a pit pitch. At gmail.com. A, it's a, a pit pitch. pitch. A P-I-T. Pitch. Right. Hashtag pit pitch. Um, your Mount Pitmore. Your, uh, you know, your your best pits. Uh, I, we want to hear them. I'm a fan of that big one in Mr. Cave Zone in Sonic 2 mm. where... It's a huge pit that's impossibly long, but it's not a pit at the bottom. It's just spikes. So if you fall down there as supersonic, you have to wait for the timer to run out because you <laughs> yes, you have to wait until you die. <laughs> hey, aren't we all doing that right now? Anyway, right. I like the inverted spire in Destiny too. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure you set up this entire episode just to say that, Cam. So because we haven't given you yep. given you any avenues to talk about Destiny two in months, so you're you're really just kind of itching to to get out talking about your real job. Um, We're running out of excuses to not have the Destiny 2 episode where you guys are required to play 30 hours of the game to get to any meaningful mm, content. I'm, I'm also, see, I don't even have to play the game. I played 50 hours last year. And also, year. also, Cam, three of us still That's have 40 hour a week awful. jobs. Oh, yeah. I forgot that I'm the only <laughs> one not working. Now, I will say that I, when I get home, I don't do anything. So I have beaten a couple mm. games since then, and I look forward... Would you like to look at several numbers and then a loading screen and then have to go to bed? Mm-hmm. Would you like to enjoy when those numbers go up? <laughs> the number goes up. Uh, now, mm-hmm. I, it's three I don't... Digits. No. <laughs> now, uh, <laughs> if you told me that maybe that someone who uh, used to make Halo made this, maybe then I'd be, uh, maybe then I'd be interested, Oof. but... Uh, no, know. they fired all those guys. <laughs> <laughs> you, shoot, you shoot a gun and a bunch of purple shit goes all over. Oh god! Guy. I, I mean, did really enjoy Doom, Doom Eternal, and that that basically just did exactly what you just described, Alex. Um, but this has been our first segment. I'm not even going to attempt to describe what it was about. But I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, if this is your first episode, I'm sorry. We're usually a lot more coherent. Um, but the the quarantine is doing things yeah. to all of us, and um, we're going to take a brief break, and then we are going to talk about James and that peach. James and that big ass peach. That's right. Jimmy all and right. The we all know and love.
from Walt Disney Pictures. Hop on, James! Comes the wildest. Holy shipwreck! Weirdest. You enormous bugs! Fascinating, isn't it? Most exciting motion picture adventure of the year. He's gonna cut me in half! Let's get out of here! James and the Giant Peach. The story of a daring explorer. Where are we? His extraordinary friends. We're lost. This is all your fault. You blithering nitwit. Bite me. Have you two gone mad? Dare you? And a bizarre world where anything can happen. It's a giant shark. Wow. What do we do? Walt Disney Pictures. And the director of The Nightmare Before Christmas invite you to go over the edge. Good heavens! He's committed pesticide! And beyond your imagination. Is it not beautiful? The place where dreams come true. Wahoo! James and the Giant Peach. Ah! Bright lights, big city, that's where we gotta go. Bugs are so pretty. I like to get my arms around a hundred or so. I'd hug them, squeeze them, hold them tight. Sleep all day, dance all night. I want the bright lights and the big city. That's the life. The plane that did a heart. Yeah. While it was delivering valuable wow. supplies instead of taking a, the direct route. Yeah. That's <laughs> capable of sentimentality, but Tell not help. everyone. Yep. Hello and welcome back to Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends on It. This week we are talking about James and the Giant Peach and Cam. It is your episode, if I am not mistaken. So, That's why, right. mistaken. why, why, why did you have us watch this movie? <laughs> I have very fond memories of oh, this movie. Oh, fond! <laughs> and also it terrified me. But I say that mostly um, because I was worried that I would wake up one day and my whole life was a lie which i realized isn't what happens in this movie no not really really. it kind of happens but not really like with the where he lives with the aunts or whatever we'll get into it but like i'm still unclear about what that's a metaphor for i don't know i don't think the metaphors are direct exactly i think they um somebody just had a really miserable experience they wanted to translate it to film Okay, no, this... Yeah. I mean, I mean we okay, don't the, need to get into it right, right now, right, right, but the, like, literal rhino in the cloud that kill, clouds that kills his parents, like, has to be a thing, right? It's not, it's not no, literal. No, okay, well, no. Listen. Maybe? No, listen, know. okay. This film, yeah. this okay. film is based on a book by Roald, right. Roald Dahl, okay. um, British man. Wait, 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 hold on. That, that anti-Semitic guy wrote this movie, too? Or wrote the book that this movie was based yes. on? Yes. Yes. Wait, yes. Wow. I was thinking about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory a lot, but well, they're they're okay. both exercises in British misery. Misery. Yes. Or misery, as yes. they call it. Sad, sad <laughs> kids. Um, so it was it was written by Roald Dahl, and I was looking up about the rhino, and I could not find anything like the like the the synopsis for the book itself just said his parents are killed by a rhinoceros. And the synopsis for the movie... Well, out on safari, it's, like you do yeah. It's anti-whimsy. <laughs> um, anti-whimsy. And, they were murdered by a And the, um, 
the synopsis for the movie says his parents are killed by a tempestuous rhinoceros cloud. That's all. Yes. It doesn't say they were killed by this, but he sees it as this. It's just they were killed by a rhinoceros who's also a cloud. Huh. That's it. Yeah. Um, I just want to say, I, I did just want to say too, um, you know, famous famous author, author Roald Dahl, um, one of his more famous books, The Big Fucking Jump. <laughs> I watched the movie for that, and it was <laughs> BFG? British. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, oh, Cam, this was this was your pick, and you remembered being afraid that your entire life would change. Like this, so this movie gave you basically like nightmares. Yeah, like existentialism, like is what I'm perceiving real, mm. and I was too young to understand any of that, and that uh messed me up for a little bit and also but, as a kid you don't understand that movies can be bad you just like understand that like that yeah. they're there so you have to watch yeah. it even though you do hate it but you don't know that you don't like it or you don't know why um, it's the only videotape that i have <laughs> yes it's i remember the white vhs clamshell case that we had it in but um mostly i remembered why i like this i i should have i made the mistake of not um highlighting it on our instagram story but i live posted while I was watching the movie at like 2 in the morning because uh-huh. I have nowhere to be anymore right. and you yeah. can see me if you me... haven't seen this go look up Cam's page of notes <laughs> oh <laughs> I, I have the pictures still here maybe I'll repost it all um, on there but my first note that I took when I turned on the movie was um, oh I hate this movie <laughs> now I remember <laughs> I hate this movie <laughs> I had a very similar uh, reaction upon turning yeah. this film on. But, oh, what I was getting at is you can see my descent into madness of, like, why did I like this? I don't remember what I remember about this movie. And um, I then it gets to the scene where they're eating the peach from the inside out. And oh, I yeah. love that scene. <laughs> the peach looks so delicious and so disgusting yeah. at the same time. Yeah, the squelching noises like, whenever they put their hands in the peach. Just, ugh. Yeah, it looks delicious but like it's like your desire to eat like meat and like flesh is like satisfied because it's <laughs> Ooh, all right you know, i, I like, don't feel that way now there, buddy. it's your lizard brain <laughs> uh it's like you why you like crunchy mm. things you know but um uh then then they jam a spigot into the peach and like peach soda comes out it looks yeah. delicious but yeah i think that's the only thing i liked about this movie and um <laughs> now we watched it for the podcast <laughs> right um <laughs> So this film, if you're not familiar with it, James and the Giant Peach, like Seb said, is based on a book by Roald Dahl, um, which uh, in audio it is impossible to tell what that looks like written in text. And when I say his name, Roald Dahl, uh, it is Roald yeah, Dahl. R-O-A-L-D-D-A-H-L, and like that's um, a British author, uh, famous for famous for being anti famous for being anti-Semitic and also writing Charlie what if and the Chocolate Factory, fucking giant book, right? Uh, uh, <laughs> the, wrote the BFG and um, the uh, or Big Friendly Giant. Sorry for our uh, video gaming listeners. That is not yeah. what you're thinking about. Uh, and um, or the Angus Thickburger from Carl's right. Is also BFG. <laughs> right, right, because you know people who come to our podcast they might also be thinking about the Carl's Jr. Burger or the Weapon from Doom. Uh, so it, we are, are referring to the Big Friendly <laughs> Giant. And um, yes. uh, all he also wrote Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and uh, a bunch of other books. Yeah, I, I was, I was sure. uh, Emily's behind me saying Matilda. I was 
not 100% sure that he did write Matilda, and I, then I, she confirmed it for me, so I appreciate that. Matilda. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, famous for, famous for lots of books. Uh, also famous for his unique perspective on child misery, in which it should be front and center in all of his stories. Mm. Um, uh, Do we know what his childhood was um, like? I'm, I'm reading not... that he went to a boys' school, and he hated the hazing and thought it was cruel and hated it. But, I mean, admittedly, it does sound like it was shitty. <laughs> so this yeah, is um... a 1996 movie. Um that is part live action and part uh, stop motion in about the most unappealing way possible. Uh, that's me editorializing just a little bit. But, um, <laughs> that, no, it says no, that on the wiki. wiki. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, young British boy is forced to live with his cruel uh, aunts after the death of his parents, uh, which is... Expl- Spiker sponge. and... Spiker and Sponge. Spiker and Sponge. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Uh, Love it. Then uh, a wandering homeless man gives him magic worms, and uh, the plot kicks off. And yes. uh, not the bad kind of worms you get from a homeless. Yes, man. right. right. Oh. The, good kind. the bouncy CG kind of <laughs> Jesus worms. Christ. Right. What an insane. Movie. Yeah. So it's, the worms. It's it's exactly fifty fifty with misery and whimsy. Yeah. And uh, I really don't think yeah. that's a good balance. I think you got to have something in the middle to ground it. It's seventy five twenty five. Like yeah. that's that's ideal. Ideally, it's not that miserable. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. You want seventy five whimsy, twenty five misery. I feel like Charlie and the Chocolate yeah, like Factory the mom is somewhere dying around in a there. Disney movie is about as much child misery as you. Right, right, right. Anything right, right. more, even if you think it's a healthy balance, like maybe for an adult movie, but for kids, you want them to have a memory of it that isn't. Why did this movie make me feel bad? <laughs> and maybe yes. all the kids' friends don't have to be gross bugs. Right. <laughs> they don't have to be. Right. Well, I mean, clearly, I mean, Cam, you're not the visionary that Roald Dahl was, where the, all the friends right, have right, to right. be disgusting bug people. <laughs> Um, what are you saying? What are you saying about Grandpa Bucket? He's <laughs> <laughs> a gross All bug. All I'm saying is we never see his leg because he's in the bed. Uh, you, how much of the movie have you seen? <laughs> Just the beginning, right? Yeah, right yeah, before yeah. he gets he doesn't that. Get out, right? He never gets that ticket, huh? <laughs> no, that's a bummer. Right, but uh, also there's some songs. Right, there. I didn't remember that, but I guess there there are. Uh, yeah, it's a yeah. business movie, of course. Yeah, that seems like a very. Yeah. So this was this was kind of them coming out of the uh, the second dark age of Disney, where you. It was in the have... middle of the Disney Renaissance. Right. I didn't realize this was a Disney movie until Cam said you can watch it on Disney Plus. Yeah. Or you yeah. yeah it, this um, this movie like actually life. came out of the the same pedigree as um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Which was a Disney movie well, that funny, nobody remembers yeah. being a Disney movie at first because it it was released under their Touchstone brand. Right, and um, funny you mentioned that connection because not only is this also stop motion for a majority of the film, but also Jack Skellington is in it because yes. they were being worked on concurrently. Uh, wow. Oh yeah. Yeah, Tim Burton had his hand in this movie not directly. He was a producer. But you can tell. You're right. Right. Or right. Or it's he's not. It's one of those things where it's like you have him work on the movie and he's got his name in there, but it's not his movie, and you mm-hmm. can tell. Yeah, right? it's like, like nine. You see, yeah, you see the, um, you see like the 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 fingerprints in sort of like the, some of the stop motion stuff that's being done, but like the way the world is designed is too kind of miserably British to really be 
his kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's Miserably um, British is good, like, <laughs> I, to watch I was say. talking with Bank about the surrealism of the settings and how it was very, it was very Burton-esque, you know, kind of like in the way that Edward Scissorhands is very surrealist, like, suburban. I don't know, suburban. I feel like that's kind of a different thing. No, it, it's like a suburban in a surrealist way, and, like, it, everything looks like sets that would be on a stage play. All right, is, here's how I'm, I'm going to explain it. That's a good way to think about it, where it's, like, sets on, sets on a stage play. But the way I think of it is, like, you know if you use, like, no clip or, or Super Jump or whatever to go outside of a video game map, and it's like, <laughs> oh. Yeah, everything looks no like it's inside of a skybox. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, yeah. So what I mean is, like, you go outside of the map. Everything's very tiny. You expect things to be, like, oh, there's that big hill, but there's obviously something on the other side of that hill, and you go to the other side of that hill, and of course there's nothing there. But... If I feel like if you were in this world of James and the Giant Peach and you went down the hill that the peach is on, there would be nothing there. Yeah. There would be like... Yeah, I believe yeah, that. Where it's like... Exactly. It's like a floating you island. You don't believe that this exists in a world and it's... The things that are far away are so flat. The way, right. It's just a flat texture. Right. Now, um, this is, of course, uh, getting into a lot of abstractions, but this movie's hard to describe in literal terms because of the things that literally happen in the movie are kind of... Uh, weird and this is not just going like wow yeah. what drugs were they smoking when they made this movie it's like no it's connected very loosely to itself like it's got a lot of things that happen that don't move things forward at all knowing that it's based on a children's book really makes a lot of it makes this movie make a lot of sense it's just like and then this other fantastical thing happened and then you draw a nice picture how many chapters are there before james smiles once in the book do you think (laughs) it must be a picture book it's not like a how many pages like where it's well i mean no it's it's like a it's rolled rolled all wrote yeah it's like a kid's novel like a chapter book wow that's weird um, yeah, I, I, uh, we should have read it. All I'm saying is if I have to eat worms to become claymation, well, yeah, I don't know I'm if it's worth it. The, the book was better, you know. <laughs> I'm sure they're... <laughs> they didn't adapt this material. Uh, because because Alex has invented this person, he now exists. A person, a person <laughs> yes. who uh, is very concerned about the integrity of the book when it comes to the adaption. Yeah. Of, well, uh, I just, I just respect Roald Dahl as an author too mm. much. Yeah, Political should. views are so good. <laughs> Um, oh, should we go around? All of my political opinions are informed by Roald Dahl. Yep. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> should we go around and, so, and say what maybe our experience as a child was with this movie? Uh, yeah. I can't imagine it'll be that long describing it. Cam, did you have anything more to say about what you thought of this movie as a child? No, or you got I all of it out? <laughs> only remembered the horrible parts of this movie, really. Um, or, no, I remember... Which part, which part was particularly scarring? The like, part do you remember where, a specific scene? Right, right at the beginning when he, like, they smash cut to him living with the two aunts. Mm-hmm. That's what bothered me the most. But also, I was just flipping through Google Images, and I remembered the mechanical shark that they get attacked mm-hmm. by is, oh, is yeah. pretty... I remember that being such a, like, a bigger part of the yeah. movie, but it really mm-hmm. isn't. Like, it's yeah, just Jack Skellington is more a part, visually, a part of the movie. Right. It's It's visually striking, <laughs> but it's not hugely important um i i yeah. want to say that uh cam and i because we were of course brothers living in the same house doing the same things i watched this movie with him and i remember not uh i remember being 
really put off by a lot of it. Of course, the the scene where they do eat the peach is very good. Like they eat the peach while being inside of it. Like that's just it's great. That's, yeah, that's, I, that's, I clap when they eat the yeah. peach. It's honestly the the my uh, end goal in life is to be able to eat my house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like no matter what it takes. Like I just think. Uh, I don't know, something about that stuck with me. And I remember starting this movie up, I'm like, okay, this this movie is an hour and a half long. I, I remember about 20 minutes. So there's got to be stuff in between the things that I remember. Like, I remember... Mm-hmm. No, not really. I remember the first... No. no. I agree. I think there's... I remember every second of this movie and have no idea mm-hmm. what went on. And I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Like, yeah. It's hard to explain. It's just scenes yeah, I remember, that I remember. I remember the, I remember the scene where he transitions from live action kid to claymation kid mm-hmm. very vividly mm-hmm. i remember that i remember uh i remember the scene where they eat the peach i remember the shark scene and then i remember the end where he gets stuck on the top of the empire state building and i didn't remember yeah. that there was stuff after that so all those things are things that yeah, i remember i was like this movie's still going yeah, i'm I like i was end, thinking like ends, the movie the yeah. movie ends with him on top I of the empire state building and i remember the final shot of the i remember movie being concerned the top of the with empire how state he was going that's to get that's down. where your brain checked out yeah, yeah. that's like oh the adventure's over that's it I may have turned off the VHS at that point, like been like, "Oh, he made it to New York. Time to turn this off and watch something." Good. Yeah. Well, I only have ten hours left today to watch this endlessly on, on loop, so right, I got to rewind right. the tape. Right. Like, I, there's got to be. I, I'm sure I was uh, uh, spending my days well as a as a seven year old or whatever. Hmm. Yeah. But I, I remembered. I, I didn't like the rhino. I was afraid of the rhino, even though the rhino doesn't really pose any kind of like real yeah. threat or anything they don't the rhino doesn't do anything but it's like i'm not afraid of you anymore it and then the rhino doesn't go did away kill his parents destroy yeah and it still wrecks <laughs> the yeah, rhinoceros cloud anything could have done I that i was really reaching for anything there i'm like okay so maybe they got like killed somewhere. maybe they got How struck by lightning that's what i was i was or... thinking what i was thinking was it was that was what the aunts told him because the actual truth yeah. was like they got hit by a car or something yeah. and that wasn't good right. but yeah like, that's what i got out of it too is the is is the first scene like real though when he see when they see the cloud and then God, I don't know is the I don't know is that fizzy lifting drinks like what does it matter like I it's hard to hard for me to... no that's real <laughs> yeah so like what if... can we just do that can we do that movie I don't want I think to. that one I don't, it, it probably does movies. but I I don't think I have anything the I don't BFG's know if I okay. can muster up to say about it I don't want okay to muster movie. up oh, anything boy. else to say about this sort of oh. thing I I, I I, I want to do... I'm happy with James and the Giant Peach as a topic because there's a lot to say about this movie even though I don't think it's good. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think... I I can't imagine wanting to go back and watch this movie again after having done it for this week now. Yeah. Like I, yeah. No. Yeah, um, that's not uh, <laughs> Alex and Seb, do you guys have any experience with this movie before, before uh, watching it for the um, show? I had seen this a lot, mm. I think. <laughs> I don't know. I definitely watched it when I was younger but I don't like I remember the moments and I remember it being disturbing <laughs> yeah I um, actually I think forgot. the the claymation I, I, I thought was good or the stop motion yeah. I kind of forgot about the trick I, I that it was that they made the transition I was I always remembered the parts that were claymation mm-hmm. uh, but I kind of forgot that they start in live action yeah because um, I mean most of it is yeah, in claymation yeah, it makes me think that the pitch for this movie was that they they wanted to make a half C 
CG or like a partially claymation, partially live action movie, and then they were just like, ah, this book is popular, do it with this, you know? Um, yeah. Because it's definitely not in the book. Well, and, well, yeah, and it's like okay, none of these, like most of these aren't like human characters, so we can make like a. Well, so in in nineteen ninety six, I think in order to make the bugs not terrifying, more than they already are, they opted not to do yeah, CG and, and did uh, puppets, like stop motion puppets instead. Um, yeah. Which makes sense to me. I um, actually the DVD me and Bank were watching. Her her DVD had like a special feature, like a featurette um, about the production. And apparently they were going. They first intended to have James be a real boy the entire movie, but then we're like, eh, that doesn't really well, blend well. Yeah, that's, <laughs> so they turned him into claymation. Balls, um, for for his time with the bugs. So you you Bugs guys on. owned the owned the DVD for James and the Giant Peach previous well, yeah, to uh, Seb's roommate is notorious for having every movie that <laughs> every was DVD ever made. Yeah, she's gotten better <laughs> about it. Uh, <laughs> I I've gotten her to get rid of some trash, but uh, with the amount of trash we watch on this, this podcast, trash, um, sometimes I wonder if we should really. <laughs> Be getting rid of stuff. Yeah, you know there's yeah. gonna be an episode on the the live action Cat in the Hat eventually. Oh God! So that DVD. <laughs> I don't think she has any of those. Keep Mike Myers close. Um, I do I've not want to it. watch that movie. I wonder if please. I wonder if you could I make. I think I saw that in Ew. the theaters. I wonder if you could track the did. data on this podcast by going like, do the suggestions for topics get more unhinged as time goes on? And we run out of things that we genuinely care about and start to dig into things. Well, that, just... that was something that we talked about early. It's like, oh, when is this show going to get insane and surreal? I think we've yeah. got like Our, a topic will be eat four slices. It's a of good toast. balance. I think. <laughs> yeah. Go go to a restaurant twice. I'm a big fan of uh, for a long Alex. Time. I think you you sort of reached that barrier with watch a movie on TV. I think that was a very <laughs> yeah, no that, that was one of our um, best episodes. Yeah, I think that was a very as a as a joke to all of you guys but there is a degree of seriousness to the eat an entire meal at starbucks idea right i think we're gonna have to break the dude i've now. already done that uh, so much Alex, i would i would i we would like you to anymore. keep that in mind because episode 100 is in two weeks and one of the quiz questions may be about that <laughs> <laughs> all right and how um, much let I us know if you want to do a bang. send us in uh if you want us to do something insane and bad, and if you have your own insane or bad suggestion, and really the bar is low, James and the Giant Peach is the topic of this week's episode. Um, <laughs> We've gotten into things that I just remember, and not things <laughs> yeah. that I like or things that I don't like. It's just things that well, I Cam, remember. Well, Cam, I do think that this is a good topic for this episode, uh, not only because it granted us pure chaos in the form of this week's first segment, but also because <laughs> even though I wouldn't say this movie is good or that I had a good time watching it, I have a lot to talk about. Uh, there's, I didn't take notes. I, tr I opened my phone to take notes, and I was just kind of despondent about ten minutes in, but like... Um, I knew I needed to take notes for this movie. In fact, I, I should pull um, them out. I, I put this on TV while I was um, putting my new graphics card into my computer. Mm -hmm. Right. So it was a generally so was, unpleasant uh, experience altogether, right? <laughs> Um, well, you got the problem is you got as much out well, of it yeah, as I mean, we it, did. It all, it all does just come back because this is a thing that I've seen a lot. Of. Mm -hmm. The songs in this movie aren't very good. Cam, do you still want me to use them for no, this episode? I barely episode? even remembered them. Well, okay, weird. so no, the weird right, thing was right. that would be the thing that would yeah, stick in my when head they were too. singing them, I remembered them. But now that I'm like not watching the movie, I can't remember them. 
it only exists in the in the mind palace yeah. while it is happening, yeah. and it just completely disappears after. Which that. is it's weird. Um, I would. I actually I remember watching this a lot as a kid for some reason, and like liking it as a kid, and I'm not really sure why. Yeah, I, I definitely had the tape. Yeah, I had I, the tape, I, and I, I watched it a lot. This. I wonder. I wonder what kind of MK Ultra shit that is, where we all of us can unanimously agree that we don't really enjoy it, but we all quite well. We all watched this I, I film think a it, number of times. It might have been that the movie came out in 1996. We were all alive. We were all small children. So our parents just all bought it for us, and this was the yeah. new hotness for a little while, and we just watched right. it. It's a cartoon. Put it in front of Nick and Cam, and we were like, yeah. yes, that's the correct decision. Yeah, because I don't remember consciously kind of... asking for this. I was like right. three when it came out. Right. Um, Coming soon to own on video, a DVD. <laughs> oh, I think I liked it. It's I started to realize that I liked it because of like my fascination with food, and I just like that the I like yeah. the peach part. <laughs> yeah, that's I do. mostly I do what I care say, about. Um, before I forget to mention it, um, I had to. Um, so I watched this film yesterday. Um, yesterday was my my birthday. Right. Uh, oh, sorry, so dude. I, yeah, <laughs> I had to watch this peach cobbler for your birthday. On my birthday, and because we were, you know, we're doing a little party, you know, what we could, can do here uh, with my family. Uh, so. Uh, I had to subject my mother to this while she made a dinner for my birthday. Oh, no. <laughs> she, she absolutely resented it. Uh, I feel... she hates this film. So, Tell her I'm sorry, personally. <laughs> so the thing about uh, what my living situation is that uh, we live in a small apartment, and you can't, like, get away from what's happening in any room. But Emily, you know, Emily yes. and I were together. We were spending time together. She was on the couch next to me playing Animal Crossing and, like, vaguely paying attention to this as well. And it just seemed like... Like, I mean, I know she wasn't having a good time. Like, and I wasn't having a great time either. But, like, uh, it's, just, it's one of those things where... It's just what you gotta like, do. she is the accidental secret fifth member of this podcast because mm -hmm. she can't get away from whatever I'm doing for the show every week. <laughs> like, yeah. She, um, we... I think this came up recently. Yeah. Um, maybe on... I think it might have been episode right. two. But uh, when, like someone comes in and I'm doing the podcast topic, it's always the weirdest thing. It's yeah. always... The stuff we do is just stupid. Yeah, it's, it's always like, like being... It's yeah, for the podcast. Yeah. It's for the podcast. Yep. These 500 chicken nuggets are for the podcast. <laughs> no, yeah, there's been a couple things my mom's like, what? Except when, uh, when we did the fudge, my mom was like, oh my god, I have to help you make the fudge or the moose. She's like, I have to help you. Oh my god, let me help you. She was very excited. Um... Or Columbo, my parents liked doing that with me. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank God we did the Columbo episode before quarantine, because an hour and a half of a, a funny guy in a coat has really gotten me through a lot of days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy to hear <laughs> about it, Cam, because I honestly think it's... I'm yeah. enjoying it. Yes, it's a... It's something to cling to in these trying mm -hmm. times, is that uh, yeah, you can count on uh, Columbo to be confused for a homeless man uh, halfway through the episode. one thing you can rely on, <laughs> yes. is that he'll ask another question. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's um, so good. But that was about an episode topic we liked. Uh, more about James and the Giant. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to deflect on this. <laughs> else to talk about. Um, I'll uh, talk about... I guess we should get into general impressions. Oh, yeah, Seb, why don't, you, why don't you let us know? What, what did you... What, what are your thoughts on the movie? Rewatching this again? Um, uh, give us your thoughts. What, what's going on? I here? don't know. Like, it's not a good movie but i was very neutral on it because i i was like oh i watched this as a kid i can see why a kid likes it in the 90s it's just a very 90s kid film it's one of those films where the kid goes on an adventure there's magic the kid is smarter than all the adults um which is you know you see that all the time at that point like 
uh, Matilda, Home Alone, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, they're, they're smarter than all the adults, and that's that's that? just a very... That's a 90s kid movie thing. Like, you have the every kid, and, and they're coming up with all the ideas and shit, and there isn't really too much emotion going on. Like, there's just kind of like, oh, James is sad for a second. He's like, oh, no, we'll never get to New York, but there's really no real issue. And then every time somebody else has a yeah. problem, he's like, well, my parents always say, you know, and I'm just like, nobody right. fucking cares, James. <laughs> well, it's interesting that... Well, like, his friends do, because they're they, all bugs with no it, frame of reference. Yeah, yeah, they, they frame it as him, like, he's probably, he's more smart and clever than the like adults mm-hmm. in this movie but he's also like much more competent than all of the yes. bugs so it puts him in a well, have you have you ever seen some like, bugs they can't do anything <laughs> yeah I, I, I know it's just weird it's like none of them really contribute a ton it's like james will solve the problem yeah right yeah, yeah. they're just the kind of there to be quirky that's good because in, a, in children's media there's a temptation to like kind of have the kids be there but not really do the action stuff mm-hmm. And I think that comes down to imitatable acts. You're like, oh no, I don't want, the, I don't want the child character to, you know, punch the bad guy because I don't want my child to think that it's okay to punch people, or, or to like swing a we'll paint see. can. We need to teach the children that yeah. they can punch Nazis. <laughs> That's a little different. <laughs> to kill Joe Pesci. <laughs> I don't want my child to think um, that it's okay to kill Joe Pesci. <laughs> yeah. We punch. We don't um, kill. Only no, God I, can I, do what that. What I'm saying is like. He he come, kind of comes across as a as a Mary Sue. Oh, definitely. He's got a dark backstory, and he can't do anything wrong, and he's the smartest. He's a self insert for Roald Dahl. Wants to be on the giant peach, eating his own house, and having big bug friends. Oh, I wish that were me. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, <laughs> but dude, that was so yeah, dumb. I- They're like. Try, almost trying to eat each other, and I'm like, you are standing on top of a giant peach. How dumb are you? Uh, honestly, I didn't think about you... it either. I'm like, oh, what are they going to eat? <laughs> <laughs> they it's so what? dumb. They're on the giant peach. Well, they can't eat Alex their was one of a... the bugs. <laughs> they, they live on that. They, they need that. And it seems so like they've already eaten part of it because the inside is hollow. My, one of my no, favorite apparently that's the pit. That did, oh, they're inside remember, the pit. Um, was right. Okay. Because at, the really? end, because at the end of the movie, they make a house out of the pit, so that's where they were living the whole time. But pits are solid. Uh, so they ate the pit, and why, and why didn't they die? Look, they, it's a magic piece, Seb. Pit. It doesn't okay. have to be entirely accurate. A foolish pit eater. <laughs> <laughs> um, d- does it's anyone else, like, this is what, okay, so you guys know how Pokemon had Krabby, and he would go, and that's just the sound crabs make, because you watched right. Pokemon. Um, uh-huh. Those glow worms, that's the sound worms make, or inchworms make for me. It's like... Uh, cartoon spring noises? Yeah. They make that noise. They're like, boing, boing, boing. Like, like, just like they can't stop bouncing around. No, like, when they're in the, they're in the bag and they're like, you know? All right. You guys have to... Yeah, that's what worms You guys can turn into claymation, but you have to eat worms. What do you think? Yes, no. What do you think? Yes. Yes, easy? Okay. I I like the idea... What was the question? (laughs) You can turn claymation, but you have to eat glow-in-the-dark worms. No, I don't know if I want to be claymation, because claymation can be scary. Uh, look, it's the way expensive. I'm thinking is, yeah, is that, that's what I'm thinking, and, Alex. And I'd be expensive if you're worried about the budget of your <laughs> Stop life. motion is extremely expensive. Right now, I don't think I could afford right it. Right now, right now I'm cheap. Right, right now I'm I'm running, running lean. 
And the way I see it, if I was claymation, a lot of people wouldn't be able to afford me anymore. Mm, that's true. <laughs> Your rates are gonna go. <laughs> My rates are gonna go. We can't way have Nick up. in the wait, room. Wait. It costs. Like, I would be the stop motion that Leica like does, where they really have the armature, play. like the metal armature with all the hinges, and then they three D yeah. print the outside and put it on top. I'd do that. Can yeah. I be that? So Seb, that what was the what was the overall like experience about? Sorry, yeah. there's two people talking at once. Um, so whenever I think about claymation, I uh, always think about uh, they do a bit in an episode of Gravity Falls that has claymation they... in it. Yeah. Um, and uh, the, the the like like self aware character makes a mention of uh, he watches the like this big fight, but it's in shadow, so you don't you don't see it as mm -hmm. the viewer. And he says, wow, this looks really expensive. Because <laughs> uh, they, they did most of the rest of that part of the episode in Claymation. Right, but, right, but that was a little too That reminds yeah. me of Chowder, where sometimes they'd run out of funding, and then they just have like these awful puppets come up, and they're like, we ran out of now funding! the animators are going to have to draw all this fire! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why did but I do it is, chowder? It is kind of a, like, it is a good, like, I think it holds mm -hmm. up visually, this film. I think the aesthetic still looks very good. I, I don't know oh, if they've done, a, looks... like, a remaster pass on this no. or anything, but, like, it still looks I don't know, it looks well, I mean, dark and dirty. With, it's with got Disney, a very old grain to it. Yeah. Green, yeah. But I it's that... hard to tell with Disney because you know they've got the masters to almost everything. Mm -hmm. And when, and when yeah. they don't, you can tell because it's really distracting. One of the things I like to point out, and I only knew about this because of what a what a cartoon, which is a great show. But if you watch Goof Troop on Disney Plus, there's very clearly one part of the theme song that they didn't have, oh. but they still have the audio for it. So there's a very distractingly new animated high five between Goofy and Max at the end of the theme song <laughs> oh. to Goof Troop, and it's so like I don't even know if I have enough in me to say that it's ugly. I don't know if I can really say that, but it just is so wrong next to everything huh. else that they've done. Which is so funny to me that Disney would be like, okay, send this order to the mines. You need to animate a, a one-second clip of uh, Max and Goofy high-fiving because we don't have that. From yeah, or they would no, put a filter over it to make it match uh, yeah. or something. It doesn't look like they did that, though. It doesn't look... Huh. Uh, it makes me wonder what... Like, I, it makes me think that there must have been some misguided executive thinking that there needed to be some new animation or something. Like, something was that fucked up. But I have no idea. Yeah. Huh. It's like it's like the whole Comic Sans and the Silent Hill remix thing where I'm like, what part of yeah. the original were you missing where this is what you had to do? See our Silent Hill episode. Right, right. See our Silent Hill episode. We, that was a fun one. That was fun. Yeah. Um, uh, we should do more of a better episode ones. than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, Alex, honestly, I don't, I don't think it looked that bad and as much as we're it's no, funny i didn't think it looked great it. I think, I think but it, it held it's up. fine I enjoyed, I, like i enjoyed yeah. watching this yeah something of this vintage um, yeah and it was because it was something i remember i still enjoyed the experience of watching mm -hmm. it too, yeah still, i remembered every single so much i remembered than. every single scene in the film i think it's because they're very mm -hmm. compartmentalized that we remember them all they are it's like very yeah, clear it, cut it definitely does almost like, like uh yeah. chapters of some kind of book yeah yeah for children. Yeah, <laughs> For children. But, uh, yeah. Uh, but, Alex, what did you... you got any, or did Seb, I'm you good. All, you all good? Do you have any more um, peach thoughts? There's I like one peaches. Bit, there's one like bit at the end that I forgot about. Um, that uh, when they get to Manhattan... We, we've established that I forget everything that happens after he gets onto the top of the Empire State. I can't remember it right now. Oh, I, I think that, that also happened that to me, well. Alex. Yeah. We, we, I, I, did, I do think I brought it up earlier, but... 
I in my yeah, mind we talked about yeah that a in my bit, mind the movie bit. ends when the peach gets stuck on the top of the Empire State Building and yeah. the anxiety and good I love that. and the anxiety yeah, for me was oh no how is he going to get down but the movie very clearly shows you how he gets down so I don't know why I was ever confused yeah, about that I, I must have actually turned well, off the movie when they got well, to the I know that I didn't like time to I know that I didn't do that because I did remember the aunts rolling up in their car that has clearly been driven under the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, yes. Yeah. Classic. Um, no, Incredible but one of the stuff. bits after that that I um, I clocked on this uh, rewatch was um, they're like, okay, we got to get this giant peach down. Uh, and then I'm like, well, what are we going to do with it? And then they let all of the homeless kids eat the peach. Uh, which I don't I, think they're all point, necessarily like, homeless. Well, they, he, they're oh, just. They look like destitute children. Maybe. I don't know. This was. That's just what kids in New That's York what they look like, like in the nineties. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Um, but like, uh, the centipede guy is like, oh, you know, it won't last forever. And I'm like, well, it's clearly been like if you float it all the way across the Atlantic, it's probably very bad to eat. Yeah, I was like, there's probably <laughs> oh, a bunch salty. of grime and Gross. seagull shit from the seagulls flying over it, and you know, gross and yeah. bugs crawling all well, over it. Like. Like maybe that's like a like a dumb like fucking cinema sins thing to yeah. say, but I'm like it's fucked up that these kids would eat. This. No, I thought <laughs> no, even kid, even as a kid, that would probably be something that crosses your yeah. mind. Is like that peach was in the ocean. <laughs> yes, yeah. and it's been weeks, presumably. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's, it's only I, been I do days. Like the line where, uh, where he looks at the bugs when when they're like, "Hey, can we have some of the peach?" Uh, he James like looks to the bugs for authority, and they're like, "Look, it's not going to be good forever." Which yeah. made me think, "Is it good now?" <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and Alex, That's I don't know exactly if it actually has been weeks. It, it like, seems like huh? their journey has only taken like two days. Yeah, it goes through yeah. a day-night cycle like maybe two or three times. Yeah, we, we see them sleep twice. <laughs> so yeah. All right. we got to go, go through the go James let's, and let's the Giant Peach out. chronology. We've got a minimum amount of time <laughs> Official this movie timeline. Take place over, which is something we haven't discussed because the movie leaves us so little. <laughs> yeah, I simply can't parse anything until I know the exact logic of it. Yeah, th- right. so there, yeah. there's um, one timeline where James actually dies, and then one where he lives, right? And then there's one where he goes back in time. And right, oh, yeah. link, link to the past is in that timeline. Yeah. Um, oh, so that's why we talked about Twilight yeah. Princess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a clue for this moment. Right, right, right. right, right. Oh, we were okay. just setting it up way in advance, Ken. This is something new we're doing on the podcast called foreshadowing <laughs> much like in james and the giant. right uh james and the giant uh, peach um i do want to say that uh for as much of the stereotype like kind of one note characters as the bugs were i did enjoy them being on screen uh i liked all the the stuff the, they did with they the didn't even have names ham. yeah it's fun i'm a big fan of the worm i mean the joke is that he's blind but it's also good. yes <laughs> I don't know. It's like, oh, I got. Cu- I don't know if I'm okay with it, but that happened to my brother. He got cut in half. Now I have two half brothers. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like that's that's, that was that's great. Great, great voice work yeah. on that guy too. There are. Um, I'm Susan Sarandon the was the spider, which I thought was great. Yeah. I, I like I, too horny. I have to say. What? No, what no. That that cl- mm. that stop motion spider was just the right amount of horny, and I defy you to tell me otherwise. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I like this spider. Okay. Yeah, you would. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa! Wow! Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, right, right. Nick, yes, you gotta be, uh, the, the true connoisseurs <laughs> are, of course, attracted to the cricket for some reason that I have not determined yet, but I'll figure it out over the course of the podcast. He's uh, not a cricket. He's a grasshopper. 
Right, he is a grasshopper. I already mentioned I wanted to fuck the peach. So. <laughs> I mean, it does look like a giant butt. <laughs> That's just all metaphor. Yeah, yeah. No, me, me and Vic were joking, like, if this movie came out right now, it would be such a fucking meme. Like, they're all just... Yeah. James and the giant peach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cam, you're just going crazy because you watched The Lighthouse too many times. <laughs> <laughs> they, they just put it on Amazon Prime. I'm putting in my fourth oh, rewatch wow. pretty soon. Or maybe fifth. Did you buy the, the wooden mermaid statue to jerk off with, or what? <laughs> it's going to be $500, and I'm going to buy it. <laughs> you have to break it, though. Uh, yeah, I wonder if it is already broken. No. They're also selling the lamp from inside the lighthouse. You're supposed to break it yourself when you finish. The lamp, fr- the lamp from inside <laughs> no, the lighthouse. No, you're supposed to break it while you're using it. So, yeah. they don't make props. Because most of the movie's not in live action, it's not like all actual props, but I would love to have some of the stuff from this movie, even though I don't like yeah, it very I love much. That giant yeah, beach. Um, yeah, like a really big. Nick <laughs> was also talking about a, like a pawn shop show that, that she was uh, watching, and they go into uh-huh. this old lady's house. And she used to be an anime, like a stop motion animator. And she's like, "Oh, I need, I need money for my medical well, I took bills." Three or four of the Jameses home. She, <laughs> she had like a bunch of puppets from this movie and from Rack and Bass, like uh, Christmas movies. And she's like, "Oh, they're wow. probably not worth much." And they're like, "You're all set for life, lady." Yeah, are you kidding me? Nerds will pay you and all your children's college funds for this. Yeah, they had like a Santa from like Rack and Bass. Rudolph. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to bankrupt myself to buy that right now. <laughs> I'm struggling to think of reasons not to buy the lighthouse props. Sorry to bring it back to that, but I, <laughs> I really can't think of any reason what not to buy What else do they have? It. I know they had the J.O. statue. Um, um, you get the lantern fr- or the lamp from inside the lighthouse. Then there's apparently two more items that they haven't revealed have, yet. Is the slime included, or do you have to provide it yourself? <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping you get the, the sweater that... Um, Winslow wears uh, the green one. It has to be in black and white, though, right? So (laughs) (laughs) it can't be a color because, right? The movie. Yeah. It was to say, to me, it was green. Yeah. But it wasn't black and white. Anyway, (laughs) James and the Giant Peach. Yeah, if I could buy like months to years of rain and going insane on an island, I would probably buy that. Just sell you like turpentine, (laughs) or whatever they end up drinking. So lamp oil. I've already forgotten whether it's been three days or three months. So. Yeah. How, How long have we been on this run? Five weeks? Five weeks? Two days? Five weeks? God, I'm gonna watch it. Tonight. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. so anyway, Cam, everyone's um, already seen you, it. You, you seen have it. intentionally tried to drive us towards a lighthouse situation by forcing us all to watch James and Giant Peach. I will say that you were almost successful with me, where I, I was losing <laughs> track of time and I, I did not spill my beans. I though. kept checking the. I kept checking the like time the 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 time bar at the bottom like i was the like, progress bar tri- the progress oh, bar you, yeah progress. Uh, i couldn't rem- i couldn't remember what it oh. was because i had been uh, bothered by so many uh episodes i i, I don't think i checked the progress bar once at, at, oh i did i did i was like i was building a pc got it was in, baby i was losing the concept of time because i was like this movie's only an hour and a half which is not long in terms of like movies in general but it's feels like a million years with the the amount of things that happen in this movie mm-hmm. like i just like i don't know like it's if if you were to talk about like things that are very important to the plot like it's not it doesn't have a whole lot but like at the same time i wouldn't want to remove those things because then there's just like there's nothing there you know like there's not yeah it's just he goes he gets on the peach some stuff happens and then he lands in new york like there's the, yeah. the stuff that happens yes. isn't important but that stuff happens I- is important 
I think this film is kind of timely, though, because it fulfills a deep fantasy that I have uh, of going to New York. I was going to say the same thing, Alex. I also yeah. look at a brochure of New York every night and go, wow, I sure would yeah. love to travel. Wow, I wish I, I went there when I had land. the chance. Look, he's hanging out with more than three people. I could go into <laughs> just to leave the house, I would. You know how long you wouldn't have to grocery shop for if you had that peach? Um, I mean, you, th- you think about the whole scene where they're describing uh, probably all got the a vitamin deficiency if all you ate was peaches. The, well, there's all the there's um, the uh, there's the jokes about like they ain't getting scurvy. <laughs> like that that whole song that whole song when they're inside the peach eating the peach about uh, like all the stuff that they've eaten. I'm sorry. <laughs> Something about Nick saying, "Well, they're inside the peach." They're <laughs> eating it out. Good. While they're eating their own home, only mode of transport and shelter. Uh, I was thinking in about the ocean, eating the thing they're floating on. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I'm sorry. look, you don't even want to hear my takes on the seagull slave labor that's in this movie. But uh, slave labor, they liked it. I like that all of the are frozen, and he shakes them, and then they all thaw out. Yes. Well, they, the good. thing is, like the seagulls don't get any of that peach. They're carrying the thing across the entire ocean. Why can't they? Do they? Do you think they chip in when they? You know, everyone eats the peach. No. Do they let the seagulls? It looks pristine when it lands cut, in New York. The, do they cut the seagulls off at that point? Yes. I don't yes, the seagulls are gone by the time it lands in New York. So the seagulls have crossed the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, can I talk about? Don't worry. I. And this is a, this is unfortunately the stuff that I, I was thinking about because the movie hadn't given me much otherwise. Um, I was uh, I, I was thinking about how like the when you're a kid, the scariest thing is not death because you don't have any concept of what that is mm-hmm. yet. The scariest yeah. the scariest thing is like misery. Whereas when you're an adult, you can live in misery every day, but you're afraid of dying. Mm-hmm. Um, so the idea of working this horrible job, or like working working for your aunts and like not wanting to eat fish heads like fish that's the worst heads, thing you can imagine heads. that part that part did make me laugh i'm like oh, oh yeah what, what do they give him to eat and it's that's pretty yeah fish heads. so in te- like, yeah, instead he takes like an old chip bag out of the garbage and licks the salt out of the inside of it which i just yeah. i remember yeah. that chip bag very well for which some I've reason done, but i was yeah. starving <laughs> <laughs> um can, that was i want to talk baby. about just <laughs> yeah, i just want to mention how amused i was by like the new york accents in this like the the oh, police so officer from, he's from like from. hey 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 what's going on here <laughs> you say in this is a beach this? yeah i'll give that you was that my favorite line in the guys, movie i think the only good cop. <laughs> that was no, before they knew cop? they could be corrupt. That's right. Yeah, no, I just thought those yeah, were very amusing cool. because, like, us having all been to New York and me, like, having family with New York accents, at least Long Island accents, it, like, there's, the, these New York accents are so exaggerated and they're just hilarious to me. Like, this is what people outside of the East Coast think that this sounds like. Yeah, wait, I was waiting for an AM walk. Hey, hey, hey! It's predates yeah, that. There are some. I know. Wait, this one I <laughs> I'm peaching um. here. <laughs> oh god! But like, uh, what's that? Some <laughs> giant peach? Uh, <laughs> that they say that they give they they give the centipede an entire character arc, but nobody else like does or or thinks about anything. Even James, he's he's not confident for all of one second. Yeah, and then, and then he's, he's like, like, "Yeah, I can do no, it." No, I got it. No, I um. <laughs> no, it's fine. My other my other favorite scene in the movie was um, 
he's on the Empire State Building. The peach is on the Empire State Building. It is now the big peach instead of the big apple. Um, and he can't see the Empire State they Building, which is his only landmark for some reason for He's New York. He's a kid. He's a kid. He's, He's his, yeah. his only reference like, point. Like, no he, World Trade Center, say no... He loves Penn Station. For all nothing. he knows, this is Detroit. Well, they didn't have the Twin Towers at the, that point. Oh, I guess when the book was written, maybe not. Um, and the book is written to be a yeah. very... It's a very stuck-in-time thing. Yeah, it's a British person thinking about what New York is. It's it's the place where in dreams come true, or whatever. Um, but he's standing on top of the peach, and he can't see... He doesn't think he's in New York. He's like, Where am I? This isn't New York! And then... Yeah, I bet all those kids loved it, because they had just gotten out of the Great off. Depression. Yeah. Um, and, and this guy comes up on the crane, and this, this kid is like, Excuse me, where's the Empire State Building? And the guy's like, you're on top of it, kid. And for some reason, I just always thought that that was very, I don't know, charming, very funny to I me. hope you believe in Empire State Buildings, kid. You're on top of it. <laughs> nice. All right. That's what he said. He wouldn't know it if he was on top of it. Do you, think, do you think people had to ask James for permission before they fucked the spider or what? All Let's right. stop. Okay, so this has been a great show. I'm happy yeah. to have you guys' opinion. Like, as much as this was, what are you? Yeah, what are you getting uh, out of this, Cam? You're hearing us all yeah, talk yeah, about this movie. Uh, <laughs> what do I want from you? Yeah. If if what um, I just said wasn't acceptable, then what 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 are you looking for? What were you looking to get out of the discourse of this movie? I mean, this is the first episode in a while where I've just been so content just listening to you guys talk about this movie. <laughs> And it's Sometimes not overly, yeah, yeah, like, and it's probably also because I haven't seen you all in person in a little bit, but the, uh, I mean, that's why your own episodes are good uh, for this show is there's something you think about often and then you have, you force everyone else to mm -hmm. think about it for 20 minutes yeah. or whatever. I cannot tell you how much joy hearing all of you talk about Colombo was. It was very, mm. yes. I, I, I got a lot of joy out of that. Um, so I'm loving every second of this. Like, I, I don't even want to interject. I could just listen to you guys argue about the New York cop for 20 minutes. But, uh, Sir, is I, it okay if I eat the peach? <laughs> Sir, do you want to fuck this spider? No! She's very willing. She but, was very excited to come to New York. I think that's what she wanted. Uh, yeah, but I, I, um, I have... I still, as much as I disliked watching it, I still look upon this movie fondly. There's parts well, that I really enjoy. The, you succeeded in, in creating one more fond memory associated with this movie, which is the podcast that we all drunkenly did in the middle of quarantine yes. talking about... The, the, the first segment, the 30-minute first segment about Twilight Princess. We gave you every option, Cam. I, I, I insisted, like, look... Hey, it's your episode, you can, we can do whatever you want. And your best option was Big Pits, so I guess... That's what I wanted to talk well, about. Well, you got what you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> no, I enjoy it. I um, I will probably buy peaches at the grocery yeah, store um, next time I go. I, I honestly, I've... Uh, it did bring back a lot of memories, I gotta say. Like, I, I didn't think... Like, I, I knew that I had seen this movie quite a bit as a child, but I, I was could only remember three scenes. And I have to say, I have the I've had the end of the song where they're eating the peach. I've had the end of that song stuck in my head since I watched the movie. It's like, and I would oh, yeah. gladly None trade of the songs really single stuck in my memory, cup of each just to have another bite of this fantastic mm -hmm. peach. And like, they're all like, they're all like jumping around, and like the ladybugs doing the can can, and like everything is like all 
everything it's a very like show tunes kind of number mm-hmm. at in the middle of the the movie and i gotta say this kid like no disrespect to him because like if you're a child if you're a british child actor like what are you gonna do but his singing voice is terrible like for for that one <laughs> yeah. song where he has yeah. to like do yeah, we all can't be Charlie. go so to new york this kid it's like oh boy um this this child actor apparently did not continue with his acting career for very long after good this. Good for him. Yeah, um, just ruin his life like the good played <laughs> He is now a, That is our reference point, huh? <laughs> he's now a civil engineer who works with Bay Systems, who work with our workplace, Alex. Oh. We could wow. come in contact oh, with him. Oh, you guys going to meet him? Possibly. That'd be great. Can you ask him we if can I can meet the spider? <laughs> yeah. All right. Listen. Did he ever talk the spider? <laughs> Horny on main over here. It's not that kind of show. <laughs> what kind of show is it, Cam? What kind of show is this? What are we talking about? Yeah. Please let us we know actually, what show you think this is. We literally are taking suggestions at please don't cast at gmail.com. Cam, that's a wonderful segue because Sweet. I have some new uh, correspondence from. Please don't cast at gmail.com. We have Whoa. some feedback this week from frequent listener of the show, Greg, who uh, hey. set our friend from, your from friend. 101 Woodward. 1012. You were close. Oh. You're missing. You're missing one number, Cam. So, That's okay. You're supposed to say no from ten twelve woodworks. So, Cam being right is more important than the blog. <laughs> so, uh, Cam, uh, this is from Greg. Uh, he said that he finished the Doctor Sleep episode, which he uh, had suggested to us. Um, mm. He, um, uh, I, I'm sorry. Um, what, one thing, really yes. quick. This is important. Right, right, right. Um, I just got a push notification on my computer that Travis Scott is having a show in Fortnite. <laughs> yes, that is correct. All right. It's my computer <laughs> decided have, to tell me that he's going to debut a new well, song. Well, luckily, your computer knows what you like, Alex. Yes. <laughs> the algorithm works. <laughs> Two of Alex's favorite things. He said, uh, now, something that I imagine a lot of people who aren't our obsessive fans or the people who know us listen uh, do when they listen, is that they jump around to whatever episode they know about. Uh, and uh, mm-hmm. Greg was talking about this. Um, he said that after he... Yeah, it's great for our numbers on the show. It's fine. Like, what, we really well, the thing is we do something different every week. So maybe even if one person... Like, the thing is we're probably bringing in people who only listen to one episode and then never check in again, and that's fine. Because we're going to get somebody else next yeah. week, you know? Yeah, we're going to get all those peach heads. <laughs> my oh, my yeah, Polish baby. friend was the like... dedicated yeah, James and the giant peach fan community. They're looking forward to all the stuff we yeah, have to say. My, my Polish friend oh, said that she, uh, she listened to, like, the first episode and didn't know what we were saying and then stopped listening and i was like you don't there's no continuity you don't need to do that that's yeah <laughs> that's the yeah. ideal Pol- polish friend like there's a narrative through line yeah. that i've been weaving in all these episodes i'm considering <laughs> remastering the first episode by re-recording all of your dialogue all of you guys oh dialogue, and just uh, replacing okay, I, it on the i guess feed. i gotta re-memorize like this, courtroom? this script then <laughs> Yeah. No, Nick is going to no, play. Right, right, right. Ah! I'm going to play every part. Uh, you guys, yeah. your, your right. input will not be required for that. I, I also like the idea of each of us getting the script, but we would switch it. So we'd like pass it around. Right. Cam, you'll be playing Seb for this episode. Say, uh, Alex, you're going to be Nick. Nick's I'll be Cam. <laughs> yeah, we'll just keep going. Um, I, I would like to announce my plan for year three. I am going for the lowest number episodes listened to. <laughs> like, I'm going for low low engagement. 
the thing is, is challenge everyone. It honestly <laughs> kind of is because I always think I know what episodes are going to do well and which ones aren't, but I am so wrong every time. Like, what was yeah. the episode to um, that you were saying was doing really well when I saw you the other week? Uh, the episode that was doing really well was our ghost story episode mm. uh, with B because she put the link on her website and was very uh, like genuine and nice about it. I should have been nicer to the the No, she, Alex, I wanted to tell you, like, I mean, I know I read it on the show, but she said that having different, differing honest opinions was really nice because when you hear, all you hear is praise, you get in your own head about it, Mm -hmm. you know? You go, oh, these people don't really think that. They're just saying it to be nice. Yeah. So when you have somebody who goes, oh, I didn't like this, it means I that... I think I could have been more charitable to yeah. it, is what I am Alex, saying. she's also watching The Sopranos right now, and it, she's no, incredible. I, I follow Twitter. her on Twitter gotta, now, and I want to be, like, I want to be actual friends with her. I got, like, a friend crush. <laughs> I gotta say, like, I'm really disappointed now that we can't hang out because of all this stuff, because I... She had extended the offer, and I, I wish we could do it. Ah! She's we just need to go to Providence and just hang out there until she appears in the area. Cam Cam would quarantine in Providence without a second thought, I think. <laughs> I've thought about it. You, did you know that I started this conversation by saying we had some user feedback? <laughs> anyway. What is our email? Yeah, yeah so uh, you can send your user feedback to please don't listen at gmail.com. Sorry, please don't cast please at don't, gmail.com. Oh, I did the thing where please I say it wrong first. That we usually do. Yeah, what is that even? Please Your don't cast classic at... running bit. Yeah, please don't cast at gmail.com. So... Um, he said that he finished the Doctor Sleep episode and then jumped ahead to The Sims, Seb. So he jumped right ahead to that episode immediately because it, oh, it, it, it stuck out to him. Skipping my out. Um, and uh, he said that he it was exciting that we're closing in on the centennial episode, uh, which true we're going to be seeing that in two weeks. Uh, and then he said that when it comes to EA games uh, or studios that had been crushed by EA games. He said that you mentioned the two that crushed me the most, Pandemic and Black Box. Mm. Two of my favorite IPs died with them, Skate and Mercenaries. Mm. I know you guys didn't care so much for Mercenaries, but I'll tell you what. The first one was a gem of a fucking game. And the layout of enemies being a deck of cards and you being able to go after anyone at any time with varying difficulty was way ahead of its time. Um... Now, I, I respect that a lot because we were all like, yeah, mercenaries, whatever, who gives a shit about that? We kind of brushed it off <laughs> when we were talking about that sort of thing. But, like, but, it's another thing where it's like it's an extremely personal game for somebody and the studio was just demolished and dissolved for no reason, as EA is it, want it, to do. It, it underscores the point I think we were trying to make in that a lot of these games were uh, maybe didn't sell as well as Call of Duty, but were things that people loved. Yeah, they were unique yeah. and personal to some people. And even he, like, someone who... Like, is very, like... Like, we, we've all met Greg. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy who is, like, a skater, you know? Like, he's not a skater person. But, like, he's like, oh, yeah, skate's great. I love it. Like, it's... That game had, like, a weirdly universal appeal. Well, same with Tony and Hawk. And it was just uh, nuked from orbit for no reason. Yeah, the Tony Hawk games are, uh, like, that's one of the few games that you can put in front of anyone yeah. and they'll eventually enjoy it, you know? Um, there was a, Alex and I were listening to something, uh, that Struggle Session did, which is the game, uh, which was a joking, uh, pitch for the Criterion Collection for games, where it's like, you would get a special box and they would have, like, prestige stuff and commentary and things like that. And I think that if you actually were doing that, if that was a real thing, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, like, you'd have to get that in there. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no way you'd be able to avoid it. It's just... It's too important and it's too good. It holds up too well. Yeah. Would it be two or three? Uh, I don't know. I feel like you could eat. I mean, you could probably three. 
Three's the one everyone's Well, I haven't played as much, too. I feel three, but I played yeah. more, too. I don't know. I think three's good, but I honestly think you could even get away with one, because one had a lot of good stuff in there, and it's so important, mm. you know? Like, and it's still fun to play. Like, it's not like other games where you're like, oh, this game was so important, but it's like it sucks to hold in your hands. Like, there are definitely some games like that. Yeah. Like, I don't want I don't want to... Shock. System Shock 1, yes. Very important, <laughs> but I do not want to actually go through the act of playing it. <laughs> yeah. Tony Hawk 1 is not like that. So, um, where else can people... Yeah, so that... Anyway, yeah, th- thank you, thank you, Greg, for appreciate the feedback. That. We appreciate it. And if you wanted to send us any opinions, if you wanted to say, hey, why did you spend so little of the episode talking about the giant peach, then you can send us an email <laughs> at pleasedon'tcast.gmail.com or bother Cam personally at yes. please don't cast on Twitter. Uh, Someone needs to do it because otherwise I won't tweet out the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the threat. Right. Every third interaction I have with these three are, please tweet the episodes. <laughs> Is there not a way... I'm halfway through a tweet now, though. Oh, uh, right. So. Is there not a way to set up, like, SoundCloud to automatically tweet whenever you post? Uh, no. Cam has this thing where he, he doesn't want to tweet the episode when it's too new. He wants That's to wait so weird. people are on Cam, Twitter. I, I have to tell you that insane. the way Twitter's it's algorithm bad. works means that no matter when you tweet it, Twitter will just completely nuke it and not show it to people. So you can't... Yeah, the real... It's really a fear of not being funny. If you check every tweet that I do is is uh, formatted the same way, where it's question with six question marks, and then great news, and then blank, blank, two jokes, and then the, the link. Right. So... <laughs> I'm, I'm worried it's too formulaic. You should just tweet out that formula. Like, make, <laughs> let people make their own. Like a script question? <laughs> like some sort of Mad Lib? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mad Lib Adjective, noun, question, check, reference yeah, to The Shining. Check our baby sewed if you want some Mad Libs action. Oh, the baby sewed. Right. What is that episode called? Uh, okay, hold on. Let me, let me call it up. It is the Please Don't Listen... Um, cook, uh, baby sewed power hour. Variety it hour. Cookout. It's a variety hour. Variety hour. So I remember that. In the oh, let me pull up the exact wording because it's impossible to think if, of. Yeah. And if I think listening that, hasn't checked that out. That is one of our my favorite episodes. That, that one was especially funny because we lost our grounding force in Seb. Who it's like you don't realize. <laughs> like if you might if people, if you think like oh. Uh, what what does Seb add to the podcast? Like, of course Seb adds something to the podcast. She makes sure we don't all fly off the handle for no reason. I try. Hot dogs for 30 <laughs> Sometimes minutes. I contribute yeah. to flying off the handle, but I, I try. You, you uh, so, on, on one of our so first quarantine bad. episodes, you reminded me to sync the audio, and if you hadn't done that, it might have just been yeah. a complete disaster. Yeah. Thanks for the credit. Right, let me find this uh, thing. But uh, I mean, but, I hopefully we don't have to do a baby soda anytime soon. But I want to do one. The thing is, I can count on none of you guys being busy anytime soon. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um. Who is next week? Or do we? So have, we have a guest. Um. My brother, uh, Adam. I guess. Uh. Who, um, I think everyone on the podcast has met at this point. That's right. Um, he came to one of our little parties and, and all that. Um, he would like to be on the podcast, and he is having us all play Minecraft, but we are playing a mod called RLCraft, um, which is supposed to Late be to extremely hard. Oh. Um, so we are going to be doing that. This is that uh, that YouTuber. Is this, is this related to that? Because uh, we just watched a couple episodes. Of I don't know. Maybe not. No, right. it's I don't know. But it's a... It is a it so, is a very popular yeah, so, mod so for Minecraft. To clarify, yeah, this is we are playing the uh, video game that everyone knows about mm-hmm. Minecraft, but mm-hmm. we are installing a mod yeah. on it. 
which we'll see how Cam manages to do that. <laughs> um, Minecraft mods aren't too bad. <laughs> I gotta Please start like that. Does Hunter know how to use the computer? Ask Hunter for help. Yeah. Um, uh, I, the thing is, I have a Minecraft account because both my roommates true. have yeah. gotten yep. extremely into Minecraft in the past week. Yeah. Um, so funny, funny thing is that my brother has actually played a lot of Minecraft with with Alex and a bunch of other people we know. Um, That's right. So I was on that server. Yeah. So you probably played with him too. Um, yeah. So he's not really gonna be. Nobody's gonna be new to this. It's just gonna be new to this mod. So. I don't think Nick's ever played Minecraft. Nick, have you um, ever played? Like, I have I've played a lot of Minecraft, probably more than uh, almost any other video uh -huh. game I own. Yeah, um, insane. But I have never once this installed is... a mod on That's my own. That's so strange I to have me. to say, this, so this, this, will be new. this is going to be the one... Um, usually, I am coming from a, a place... This is not any kind of knock against you guys, but I'm coming from a place where I have some kind of background knowledge on the topic. Now, mm -hmm. I have played Minecraft, but it was an extremely small amount years and years and years ago mm -hmm. like yes. 2011 or something yeah i i don't remember the key bindings i don't remember anything i don't i, I barely remember well, the recipe the key for bindings redstone are different and it annoys me so. <laughs> yeah and you can change that. okay okay so this is going to be not this will not only be the experience like if the if the episode was just minecraft i would have to have a whole new experience but now i am going to yeah. like do we, we, yeah, crazy we might have to uh cover a little bit of Minecraft in general. I'm doing real survival this, difficulty on first Minecraft. First segment, Minecraft. Second segment, Minecraft. Yeah. Yeah. But, Bam. yes, uh, we're looking forward to this, and thank you for sending it in. Uh, next, yeah, thank you, Adam, for... Next uh, week, yep. see you soon. we're doing RL Craft, and we'll see you then. So thank you for listening. Thank you. Please don't listen to this. Your life depends on it. Bye. Bye. Uh, now comes my fellow travelers, the burden of my speech. You'll show off. These foods are rare beyond comparing some right out of reach. Nice aim, Commodore. But there's no doubt I'd go without a million plates of each. Out of my face. For one small mite. One small mite. One tiny bite. Tiny bite of this.